Hello, my name is Christine Dieslin, and I'm the CEO and founder of the Modern Artist Project. Today, I'm with Jonathan Mann, orchestral conductor and entrepreneur, who is currently music director of Ensemble Cambrica, artistic director of the Kayak Conducting Academy, and consultant for orchestras and conducting with the Association of Music and International Schools. Thank you, Jonathan, for joining us today. It's a pleasure. I know I've read a little bit about your background, but could you tell us more about what led you to this journey? Absolutely. So I grew up in the United Kingdom in Wales, and um, I was very fortunate that my father was a professional violinist. So I grew up around music, uh, you know, just from as soon as I was born. And, um, you know, I guess I was just, there, there was never really any other thing that I wanted to do uh, in my life. So, you know, by, by the age of sort of about 12, 13, I already knew I wanted to go and study music. Um, that took its course uh, by going to study the violin at the Guildhall School of Music and Drama. Um, but it was already at that point apparent that I, I really had this desire to be a conductor, to conduct. Um, and th so then after I went to Guildhall, I ended up going to the Royal Academy of Music in London to study at the prestigious master's course there uh, with uh, a good friend of both of us and a huge mentor, uh, Maestro Colin Metters. And I, I worked with him for three years um, before furthering my studies with um, another incredible maestro, Bernard Heitink, um, who I worked with in Lucerne and also privately. And that sort of set me on the path to, uh, uh, you know, be a, be a conductor. No, and this is really great. And to hear about, you know, the experiences that shape you and the mentors uh, that have helped you. And in regards to, you know, your work, not only as a musician, but I mean, you founded uh, the Conducting Academy, Kayak. Could you tell us a little bit more about how you got to that point and what led you there? Sure. Well, I think also during my studies, um to, you know as a conductor you know i was also fascinated um with the whole process of the teaching of conducting and how okay the basics of conducting can be taught quite easily you know how to move the the hands but when it gets to a more advanced level the sort of pedagogy that's involved in actually how um somebody can really change develop and improve to to be able to conduct to an incredibly high level and that's a very individual thing and that takes a special kind of um, teaching to really bring the best out of uh, conductors at that level so um, I think my thinking in setting up the kayak conducting academy was to be able to provide um, opportunities for for conductors all over the world to to come on a course where they would get that kind of level of uh, tuition but also with uh, a friendly orchestra who really want to to play for the participants which is not always the case with uh, the different conducting courses that are around um, and also just uh, a place for 
those conductors um, from different parts of the world to actually meet, make contacts, um, develop their network. So that was that was sort of how it how it started. And I think from uh, during my development as a conductor, I think I saw so many different courses and opportunities and pathways for conductors, and you know some were were better than others. So I was just looking to provide. Uh, a really, really top class opportunity for people to to develop. For sure. And I feel like that's so important too, you know, especially with the way that our world is today, you know, being able to provide, you know, really not only just positive experiences, but impactful experiences where people who come and travel, you know, such far distances, uh, to be able to take part in a learning experience that, you know, can help them potentially grow into something better. And I, and I feel like that's something that actually having been a participant that, you know, walking away and feeling like, wow, that was, that was really great being able to say, wow. And creating music with people who are so responsive, who are so Mm -hmm. kind and polite. And I think that's like, you know, the type of climate that you want to create, Jonathan, is also, you know, very reflective of who you are as a person, I think. Well, that's very kind of you. But but absolutely, it's it's making sure that the experience for the participants who, as you say, travel long distances, we've, we've had conductors from I mean, you know, pretty much every continent now around the world coming to to the UK to take part in our courses. And um, it's so important that those that week, those few days, um, the time they have is really kind of life changing in a sense. That's always the aim at our courses. Yeah, for sure. And also, uh, could you talk more about the online offerings that uh kayak also has absolutely so you know we founded the academy in 2017 um and it wasn't until the the covid pandemic hit us in 2020 that the the idea of actually offering uh virtual courses came into existence and this has actually been just the catalyst for huge growth in the organization so whereas before Um, COVID, we were offering maybe two or three courses a year, live courses. Um, We we started to offer these virtual courses and were able to reach, you know, even more conductors who maybe wouldn't have been able to travel or wouldn't have the funds to get over to the UK. So we were reaching far more conductors and being able to to do more courses with different teachers, and it's just been amazing. You know, if you'd asked me before COVID, could conducting be be taught over the internet, over Zoom? Uh, I probably would have said not really, no. I mean, you know, of course you can you can discuss the score over the internet. Of course, you can look at, listen to recordings and share your your ideas. You can ask questions of of the teacher about various things, but the actual art of the physical conducting technique i was a bit unsure if that would work but at kayak we found some quite unique methods of working in 
uh, as uh, conducting in silence, which we do over Zoom on on some of our courses. And it has been just incredible to see the progress that um, different participants have made by taking part in these courses and using that process. And I feel like this is a process that, you know, what's really innovative is being able to take an idea that you would normally have in person, but being able to find a way to adapt it. I mean, when we think about COVID, I mean, it was traumatic. I mean, almost two years of, you know, having this social distancing, you know, being away from musicians, not even being away, but also being distant. You know, when you think about the orchestra formation, having to be Mm -hmm. about a meter away from your colleague and not being able to, you know, take part of that like community experience that, you know, we typically have, you know, as musicians, but also to being able to find, you know, a way to solve it. And I feel like in a sense that with what you've mentioned, you know, the idea of opening the doors virtually for conductors, I mean, that says a lot. And also too, uh, you mentioned something earlier that's really important, making it affordable. So in comparison to, you know, you know, different places, I mean, there's some conducting courses that can run up to like thousands. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that is the, the very, that's the difficulty of the profession. Conductors need orchestras to, to develop you know you you can't yeah okay there are things you can learn and develop without the orchestra but ultimately you've got to have that hands-on experience with a large group of people figuring out how to communicate and and be be effective and that and unfortunately you know orchestras are expensive so so that does cause um issues but but with the virtual setting what i would say going back to what you said about covid you know being this sort of you know it was just such a sort of life changing moment for everybody whether that was negative or positive but for conductors and the profession which is a very isolated profession in some ways you know there's 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 only ever one conductor on the podium at a time with different ensembles so to actually have this time where all the conductors in the world could actually meet together and share ideas over the internet uh just opened the doors to so much um, extra learning, extra development for people, extra connections for people. And as you say, conducting courses that could be more affordable, could look at things that maybe necessarily we don't have the time to do when we're in front of the orchestra. I mean, it, it really has, in that sense, it was an incredibly positive time for the profession. Yeah, and I and I think so too, uh, because, you know, sometimes it's about taking a step back and really reevaluating not only, you know, the pedagogy of teaching, but also reevaluating what are we doing? I mean, we have the internet, we live in a digital world, you know, there's so many things that we can do with globalization, with, you know, being able to connect with people in different parts of the world that sometimes wouldn't have been possible. So 
for young conductors, or I could say young professionals, uh, because this is something that I feel that could apply to, you know, a lot of artistic disciplines. How valuable do you see the digital media, digital, you know, marketing, digital, you know, everything digital uh, in regards to, you know, shaping the industry? Oh, it's, I mean, it's huge. Um, there's, I mean, there's so many aspects to it. I mean, where, where should we start? I mean, as, as far as the education uh, of an, 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 an artist's personal development, there's just so many resources available uh, online, whether that's, you know, Spotify, YouTube, um, you know, other other media devices where you can watch concerts, you can watch rehearsals, you can watch masterclasses, um, you know, there, there's so much you can, uh, listening to recordings, uh, you know, for, for us, uh, orchestral uh, geeks, you know, to be able to hear people have posted recordings of you know Richard Strauss conducting Mozart symphonies right the way up to you know a performance maybe done by the Vienna Philharmonic yesterday you know I have this kind of resource available to me to be able to learn from that that is an incredible thing um of course communication and reaching people all over the world I think one thing that the pandemic uh sort of taught us was that a young artist just should not be afraid to to send that message send that email to a, a famous musician or to to a, a famous professor you know there's no harm in messaging and most likely and what we saw during the pandemic was those artists are incredibly generous with their time and you know so if you live in um you know, Hong Kong, you could send a message to your favorite violinist who might live in Berlin, and most likely you're gonna you're gonna have instant communication. So so this is this is another part of it. And then of course the, the promotion of your art, you know, websites, social media, <clears throat> all of these things. You know, we don't need necessarily, of course, it helps to have a manager or a PR company behind you. But so much of your own self-promotion can be done now to reach, you know, uh, a very large audience. So, I mean, I, I'm, there are so many other things as well. But I mean, there's three quite major uh, topics, you know, right there that uh, are just so amazing for for young artists now to be able to tap into and you've mentioned quite a bit you know the idea of fear you know playing a role of preventing us to achieve the potential that we can and that's something that i mm. think you know for our listeners today is that you know fear can hold us back but it's just a matter of being able to take the courage which you can still have fear, but the difference being that having courage to just do it anyway. And that's something that I feel that, you know, with what you've mentioned, that's, I mean, that's a big issue today because people don't see the value of what they're doing, even as students of saying, oh, you know, I'm just a student. Um, I'm, you know, a bit shy. I mean, yeah, you can be shy, but if you want to be able to thrive in the industry, to let that go a little bit, <laughs> even if it's yeah. for 
five minutes, you know, to draft an email and to just send it, you know. But the other point that you bring up, too, is the fact that, you know, when we think about young professionals, you know, uh, feeling frustrated about perhaps not being able to um, secure that agency, right? You know, being able to say, well, you know, it would have more prestige. Of course it would. But I mean, when we think about the internet, when we think about, you know, the possibilities with social media platforms, there's so much you can do for free. So in regards to the work that you do for Kayak, um, what would you uh, suggest for young professionals? Well, I mean, this this is something that we, although we focus really, uh, our prime focus at Kayak is really on the art form of conducting and really getting deep into the sort of the musical, the technical, all of that kind of thing that goes into conducting. We, we have started to, um, you know, offer some sessions on this kind of um topic now and we we've invited some some guests to come in and talk to our participants about this what i would say is that you know for those people that are are hoping maybe that an agency is going to sweep them up um what an agency will want to see actually is already a a, quite a sophisticated social media profile, a, we- a good website, a, a good biography, a well-written biography, some some nice photos. Um, you know, they they want to see all of that already. They want to see the entrepreneur in you because un- unless they see that, unless they see that you're out there in the field trying to make things happen, being entrepreneurial they actually struggle to help you. You know, they can't create the opportunities for you unless it's already come from you. And the great thing is um, for those that are that are shy, I might not uh, on this um, podcast be coming across like I'm a shy person, but I am actually, uh, I, would, I would class myself as being a little bit shy, a bit introverted. And I think that's a good quality for a conductor. Um, but the internet is great because in the comfort of your own room, your own office, your own, you know, even your own bedroom, you can make a website. You can, as you said earlier, send an email to somebody. You can make a, re- a really good recording now in, in your in your room, in your house, you know. And and so it does offer um uh artists that that opportunity um and you know we don't want to go too far with all of this um this stuff because you know still the the art form the the actual what you're trying to do as an artist has to be your you know has to be at its you you know that's what you need to prioritize and put most of your work into to develop and get that to the highest possible form but but all of these other things do need to 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 be part of your daily weekly um, activities you know trying to find some way in your daily life to 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 write a social media post or at the beginning of the week to plan some posts for the coming month you know the the tools as you said earlier they're so easy to use now um, it's very easy to learn how to use them. And um, it's just trying to get um, young artists 
acquainted with these and so that it becomes part of their sort of habitual lifestyle as an artist, I guess. Yeah, and those are things that are so important. You know, uh, a lot of time I feel with artists, I mean, or, you know, the idea of the artist, you know, like the bohemian struggling paycheck by paycheck artist right (laughs) and you know like I mean (laughs) I I, trust me it's like you know I you know I've been there too you know like you just really you know like you're feeling so great about that check after the concert that you're like yes (laughs) you know those small successes you know that eventually and you end up you end up spending it all the same night (laughs) (laughs) exactly right and but at the same time Uh, Being able to say, you know, it's not a bad thing to put value on the work that you do. And I feel like that's something that sometimes we miss in the profession, because usually people think, oh, they're really great at promoting themselves. Oh, they're kind of sellouts, you know, like, yeah, but it's not selling out. It's wanting to be able to have stability, uh, raising awareness you know, being able to demonstrate, you know, that you are not just good at, you know, what you do and you do it at high level, but being able to recognize that, you know, in the arts across the board, across, you know, many countries and continents that we struggle putting a price tag because of that reason. And I feel like in a sense with everything that you mentioned, you know, the fact that, you know, we have websites like Wix, Weebly, you know, uh, being able to have it be, you know, pretty straightforward, user friendly, you know, the fact that everything is becoming more user friendly, but at the same time, not losing sight of the objective, which is with what you've mentioned, the idea of creating or inspiring the best out of each individual that walks through your academy that, you know, this is why we do music. This is why, you know, this is part of our culture. This is the way that we communicate. And I think that's, I think that's really amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and that, that is what we want, you know, top artists, what, you know, artists, um, what we really want artists to be doing is using all of these tools we now have uh, in this sort of modern age to pr- to promote what the, the sort of core um, of what we're trying to do, which is the art form itself at, at its highest level. For sure. And, you know, and for example, you don't have to have like a huge budget. I mean... No. If you do a little bit of research and with what you mentioned with like planning, you know, creating some images, you know, being able to write engaging messages to people with popular hashtags, right? And being able to expand your audience without having to like pay so much money for advertisements because of the fact that, for example, with Kayak, you've been here since I think 2017, right? You've already established trust with participants and uh people who have been involved for six years you know absolutely yeah yeah and it's it's been great to see uh that although you know there's a there is a regular sort of fresh uh influx of of participants new people joining we we've actually we still have at least a handful of people that have been returning year year in year out 
um, which is which is a great great testament to what we're what we're trying to offer, um, and 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 actually that was also in in setting up the academy. Uh, one of my kind of goals was to be able to have something uh, that wasn't just a sort of here's one week come and come and study um, and then that that's it. You know to actually. Uh, set something up that could be more more regular for people to return to to have a sense of community so that we could actually see the development of conductors over a, a longer period of time and I love that structure you know and I feel like having attended you know different uh, workshops that you know that element of okay well we'll just have you hop on the podium wave your hand a little bit you know one two three four and then there you go, right? I mean, that's not that's not what it is. And I feel like sometimes no. people mistake that element of the profession. And I feel like in a sense with, you know, the way that you structured it and having been a past participant and hopefully with more projects that you guys come, I hope to, I'm very curious to see what you guys come up with next season. The fact that it's not even just about Okay, well, Mozart was born in, you know, this year, and this is his symphony, you know, but you actually, you know, talk and discuss the importance of the music, you know, the structures, the melodies, the harmonies, how the instruments communicate to one another, but also to how the gesture, how powerful and impactful the gesture can be in being able to inspire something, you know, this type of like unexplainable phenomena, you know, from human beings beings right? of, you know, a sound that, you know, we imagine in our minds. And I feel like that is something that I feel that if you are a conductor listening, <laughs> is very important to give life uh, to, to the gesture in that way um, and inspiring that type of community. Now, that said, in regards to like, you know, these aspects of leadership, because I you know, one of the things that I really enjoy and why I've come back uh, to the workshops in the past is the leadership that you uh, have with, you know, being able to run everything and, you know, with communication. How were you able to arrive to that point and how, what advice would you give to uh, people? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a, a, an interesting question. Gosh, I've never been asked that. Um, I think, uh, I mean, if we go back, we have to, I think you have to go back quite a long way in my, just in my life, in my development. But interestingly enough, when I was still at school, at high school, the, you know, in the British system, we were doing A-levels uh, and you, you maybe study three or four of those. Well, my my A-levels ended up being music, uh, history and also business and economics. So it kind of set me up uh, in a way really well for 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 what I what I'm now doing. And I think having a little bit of, of that sort of business background um growing up would sort of help me with what what's what's taken place with kayak um but i would say that the you know to be a good leader just in general uh to be a good conductor as well organization is crucial i mean when i'm we're not talking just about business here we're talking in in a rehearsal 
um, you know, the way you organize the time, uh, even before rehearsal, when you're preparing scores, when you're preparing music, months in advance, year, even years in advance, sometimes how you actually structure your time, how you plan and learn repertoire. Um, but communication, you know, whether that's through electronic communication, emails, whether that's when we're in person at courses, how you deal with people and for conductors, just in general, you know, how you actually relate to your orchestra, working with the people to inspire them, to lead them well. It's exactly the same in an organization like Kayak, where, you know, my clients, as it were, are the participants. So it's important that that client, the relationship with the client is as absolutely uh, top as it can be. You're, at the end of the day, you're providing a service to the client. And, you know, the client in that situation is always right. And you need to make sure that the, the experience they're having is is the best possible. So that's always on my mind. Um before the course starts that the information is is provided clearly and then during the course all the way to the end and even after the course asking for feedback so it's it's just that consistent communication and um just you know care i guess for for the participants and i think with what you've mentioned this idea of care you know and i feel like this will resonate with a lot of people, you know, because of the fact that, you know, when we think about the aftermath of COVID, you know, not just, you know, on a music standpoint, like across the board standpoint, in regards to, you know, the different things that, you know, developed as a result of that, you know, the different struggles people face, um, you know, the insecurities, you know, uncertainty, you could say, mm -hmm. in regards to like how to interact with people. And I think, you know, with what you've mentioned, that the fact that, you know, if you care, you know, about people enough, that, you know, they will feel that care from, you know, not only you, but from the teachers that they work with, from the musicians that they collaborate with in that mm. moment of time. And I think that's, uh, I think that's something that's very important yeah. Now, with what we talked about before, um, in regards to, you know, the development, you know, the idea of, you know, learning these other skills. I mean, Jonathan, you've got like a whole palette of skills, you know, not only are you organized that you're able to communicate effectively, you know, but you had to learn how to write, create a website, being able to do all these entrepreneurial things. Now, when we think about schools and learning those skills, mm. I didn't learn how to write a proper biography. And I know I'm terrible for admitting that, um, but mm -hmm. it took a lot of practice, you know, making sure that there were not errors, you know, grammatically, making sure casings were good and, and photos and being able to provide recordings. I mean, what... Yeah. What advice would you uh, give to people who are in the midst of like, you know, university conservatoire studies to be able to attain those skills? Yeah, I think, um, again, the, the, the internet is a fantastic resource. You know, we can't 
get get by this so if you're not if you're not getting it from your university i know that many universities and music colleges music schools do now provide this when i was a student i think we received a session on how to do your tax return um but we didn't there were and there may have been some smaller sessions on how to write a biography and things but i think actually the art of writing a biography it's something you keep developing through your whole life even even you know last week i was i was revising my biography and i think you know we're always revising it because we're we're doing new things we're we're always we're always um there's new things to put on that biography um but certainly looking at the internet maybe looking at some of your favorite artists how do they um kind of um promote themselves present themselves i guess um look you know so there's there's so many people you can learn from um so so that i mean that that would that would be my advice you know even some of the artist management companies pr companies although they might not be willing to to sign you up right now you might you know might not be at that sort of stage in your career but i know that there are some very friendly um artist managers out there who i'm sure would give you advice on how to write a good biography or what they're looking for on a promotional video or a recording you know this kind of thing so again it's it's the same as what we were talking about earlier don't be afraid to send that message um because you know you'll you'll never know what that the answer or even that initial connection again going back to what we were saying if even if you're not at the stage for management right now just introducing yourself having that initial connection maybe receiving a little bit of advice you never know what that could lead to in in five years or even less or even a bit more who knows no and i think this is really amazing advice jonathan and so I think we're going to leave on that note. I mean, this was really, uh, really great. And I feel like it was very informative in, you know, being able to <clears throat> really emphasize, you know, the fact that to not have fear and to care, I think, you know, caring about Absolutely. people, you know, uh, being able to connect with people, even if you're, you know, a little introverted, you know, but at the same time being able to, you know, maintain the objective of keeping the best art. So I want to thank you for joining us today and sharing your experience and thoughts with us. We look forward to seeing the amazing things that you continue to do for our community. And I want to encourage all of you uh, to check out uh, Kayak Conducting Academy if you're interested in learning about conducting or even just interested of learning about music. So before we let everyone go, Jonathan, could you give us the website? Yes, so it is actually uh, www.cardiffiaconducting.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for supporting this show by listening and sharing with your friends. If you liked this podcast, please rate and write a review of how this show has helped you. This will help us be able to increase our visibility nationally and in being able to make an impact on the profession. 
If you would like to hear more about any specific topics, please email us at info at themodernartistproject.com. I would love to help support your community in all artistic disciplines. Thank you. Thank you.